It's a pretty crazy time, so. Yeah, um, no. okay. All right, well, I'm ready when you're ready. All right, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Vince Papali, everybody. Uh, Vince, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm Kevin Larney, by the way. I'm just a college student. I, I run this podcast, so uh, I actually just watched your movie, too, so I'm, I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready, so. Uh, th- <laughs> I hope you like it, Kevin. It's my favorite movie of all time, so. Yeah. It's crazy because I I, watch, I grew up watching it with my dad too. So this is this is surreal, oh, cool. man. This is crazy. Oh, cool. Um. So I guess to start off, so I mean, how how did you first grow a love for the game of football? You know, talk maybe talk about your childhood a little bit. Or well, um, you know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm sort of local I'm from the Philadelphia area. A lot of people in the movie that means portrayed Kevin as a as a as a Philly guy, and I am I am a, I'm a doctor by the city, and I consider myself a Philly guy. I have several properties here. And playing for the Eagles, you know, you can see I got my flyer shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so, Bruins yeah, fans, yeah. though, so. <laughs> uh, that's too bad. Well, every day I try to wear it. I'm down, like I said, I'm down in Florida. I'm in Jupiter, Florida with my family right now. So I'm trying to, every day I'm trying to wear something Philly, you know, just to yeah, yeah, yeah. a little Philly pride. But uh, I, was, I was always a big, uh, a big football fan as a kid and, uh, you know, Philadelphia Eagles fan as a kid and Tommy McDonald was my, uh, the, the guy played for Oklahoma, he played for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He was a little guy like me, and he was told that he was too small. And he just went on and became their star, and they won a world championship, and he's in the Hall of Fame. And I've always had that love for the game. And uh, I grew up in a housing project, actually, and we didn't have a football team. So my dad started the football team. It was called uh, the Glendale Indians. And it was at the, the, we had this beautiful, beautiful park. Uh, in our neighborhood where they had the 4th of July celebrations and a creek and the whole deal. It was really spectacular and monuments. And, and uh, that's and our field was right there at that park. And, and then it just grew, uh, you know, eventually to where I, I wanted to play um, junior high school football, but they told me I was too small because I was only about 80, 85 pounds in junior high school. That's your grades now. It's middle school, seven, eight, nine. And um, But I did well. I did wind up playing in ninth grade, and then they told me I was too small to play football in high school, uh, and I wound up trying to play soccer. That didn't that, that didn't suit me because I kept getting red carded because I was so aggressive. And as a little kid, and, and eventually in my senior year, it all changed. I, I grew a little bit, hit five six, I had sixty pounds, and and my coach, my junior high school coach, actually asked me to come out for the team. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, "But I'm a first year senior." He says, "I don't care what you are." He says, "I know you can help us." And uh, what he did is he actually changed the offense around to feature me as a wide receiver. Our quarterback was Jim Haney, who went on the he, – he was a center. He converted him from a center, but he was a great – he had a great arm. He was a catcher in, in baseball, and he had a great arm. Right. So the coach just said, let's make him a quarterback, you know. And, and uh, they converted him to a quarterback, and he wound up actually uh, going to Westchester uh, University and setting all their passing records, and, he, and then after that, he got drafted by the Vikings for crying wow. out loud. Wow! And, and and I was uh, I was their top gun receiver, and um, as they say, the rest is history. But um, I, uh, I I did, I was so small, and it was my senior year. I really didn't get recognized by anybody in uh, in college, so uh, they sort of passed by me for football. 
but I, I was a fairly decent pole vaulter, and out of high school, I was just a foot and a half off the world's record. Wow. And I never pole vaulted before. So, Jeez, um, yeah. but when this all happened on Father's Day, actually, when I was graduating from high school, all the scholarships were given up, but there was one available at St. Joe's College then, now it's university, and um, I took the scholarship, and uh, I wound up, uh, I wound up after my, my sophomore year, I was 6'2", 185 pounds, running a, 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 a 9.7 100-yard dash. And uh, the coach says, well, you're not just going to be a pole water. You don't have any. Doing five, six events every two meet. And from that, I, I, I migrated to, uh, to the decathlon. So after college, um, there was still that love for football, but I was in my Eagles. I was the season ticket holder with the Eagles, and, uh, and I, I kept saying, you know, man, if I ever got a shot, I could do this, but <laughs> there's no way I'm going to get a shot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I wound up teaching at my alma mater for six years. I was their head track coach, assistant football coach. A little bit different from the movie where they had me as a part-time bartender and a substitute teacher. So mm -hmm. they wanted to create that drama. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did that uh, for six years, working my master's degree, and then and um, and let's see, what was it? '74, uh, the World Football League was developed, was was um, was formed, and I was playing semi-pro football, and I was playing in those rough rough touch leagues, just like you saw in the movie, exactly the way that's happening in the really? movie. Pretty intense stuff. Yeah. And uh, and and then I, I got the shot in the World Football League, and I wound up making the team and starting, and the and the league folded. So anyway, I started substitute teaching. And, and, and bartending, and I was waiting for my teaching job to come available. The next year, I was put on a leave of absence. And when you know it, Dick Vermeil comes into town, and uh, that's when they picked up the movie right there. I had to try out, ran the, the 4 5 40 in grass. I was yeah. in grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I could roast about a 4 3 5 on turf. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And anyway, uh, you know, I, 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 got, I got four years. I got a pension, a, a captain of the team, a movie. I mean, it's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty freaking wild when you think about no, it. You know, the, but the love was always there, but there was a love for a lot of sports. Yeah, no, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, it's just crazy. So, I mean, you didn't even play college ball. I mean, you just, I mean, how did you even, so how, how did you first hear about the trial? I mean, the movie sort of depicted it as like you and your buddies were in the bar and, and it was publicly announced, you know, public tryout, you know, Eagles are looking at one more person. Uh, w was that accurate? I mean, describe, you know, where were you when you first heard about this tryout and, and what made you fully yeah, pursue it? Pretty accurate. Uh, my my uh, my decathlon dream was 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 shut down basically because of politics. I I I, I was a good enough decathlete uh, to to qualify for the Olympic trials, but I never got a chance to get into any meet that was a qualifier. Uh, so and then I started playing these semi pro leagues, and uh, and I actually um, and then that led to the World Football League, and then it turned out that uh, the, the guy that was the coach. Um, I mean, excuse me, the, the guy that was our general manager and ticket manager for the World Football League team mm -hmm. decided to um, contact uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, before Dick Vermeulen came in. He says, I got this guy, Vince Patel. He says, I'm going to be your agent, right? And his name was, um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll think of his name in a bit. But anyway, he thought I'm going to be your agent. And he went to the general manager, Jimmy Murray. When you know it, at that same time, Dick Vermeulen's announcing a free agent tryout. So, Jim Murray, the general manager, was a Villanova guy, and I was pretty well known in Philly as, as, a, as a local, uh, uh, I 
wouldn't say Fenon, but I was pretty well known in Philly uh, for, for my high school and collegiate uh, 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 as a coach. So he says, oh, yeah, he says, I, we're having this tryout. And at that same time, they announced that there was going to be a public tryout. He says, I'll put him on the list. So Coach Vermeule didn't know I was on the list. He had no idea who I was. So in the movie, when you see that scene where, you know, he comes up to me, hey, that, that you know, you ran a faster 40 than your car, which was a right. funny line. Yeah. That was a great line. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Actually did, I, I didn't have a car that broke down all the time, but it was it was, uh, it was was a Fiat Roadster convertible. And I, I used to actually, at the start the car sometimes, I used to have to back it out, push it out, back it out, and then push it down the street and jump in the car and pop the clutch. Yeah. And, and that's how I got started. You know? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, the good times. Anyway, uh, you know, that, that scene was very similar. And right after that, that scene, which didn't happen actually in the parking lot, it happened in the elevator at Veterans Stadium. And 15 minutes later, I got called up to the um, I got called up to the general manager's office. I walked past Coach Ramil's office. Oh, Vinny, that was a great 40, man. That was a great workout you did. And wow, like my heart was soaring. And uh, I got in there and they offered me a contract for... $21,000. Wow. And, uh, and I had two season tickets, and I said, do I have, do I have to give up my season tickets? He says, if you make the team, he says, if you make the team, man, he says, you'll get a couple season tickets. So, wow. Um, and then the movie picks up right from there, and all, basically what you saw in the movie, the training camp, the right. games, and all that, it was, it was right on the money. Anything you saw with um, the NFL um, and the NFL logo on it, you know, that was that was exactly the way it was happening mm. um, on the field. And it's, it's corroborated on film. So, that, you know, if you did a fact check on it, you would yeah. like miracle, like the movie Miracle, um, that, that game against the Russians. Well, the mm. same guys that did our movie, the same guys that did Miracle and Rookie, Mark Shorty and Gordon Gray. So it had that pedigree. It has Walt Disney. And there was a lot of a lot of stuff behind it. Right, yeah. Cool. No. So, I mean, did you feel any, you know, pressure or excitement during this time? I mean, were you more stressed or, I mean, everything, you know, changed all quick, you know, as a teacher and then all of a sudden you're trying out for the Eagles. I mean, you know, what's going on in your head and how did you, you know, what, what you know, what was your mentality at this time? Well, you know, I wasn't really stressed um, because I had nothing to lose. If I didn't make it, I would I, 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 I got myself in the best shape I could possibly be in. And Coach Ramil actually uh, said that he'd never seen uh, anybody that he coached that was in the condition that I was in. So I, I made that a point. And um, so I, I didn't feel any pressure at all, Kevin. You know, it's like I was I was ready to go. If I didn't make it, I didn't make it. At least I gave it everything I have. And that's sort of an attitude I have in life with myself and my son, Benny, who was just walking past me here in the Abbey and them down here. You know, I had... I bought that, that. That's the philosophy. And then, but here, you know, and then we get to one preseason game, the second, the third. And in reality, I was actually the top receiver in, in the preseason uh, mm -hmm. for those guys. And the movie sort of made it look a little bit different. That the movie made it look like it was. Wow. Uh, my, my skills were diminishing. There was a chance I was going to get cut. <laughs> then I got so close. I, I thought, oh man. And then I started feeling a little nervous, a little pressure. Mm. But uh, Coach Romeo, uh, he said he was going to give me that shot. And uh, into the fourth or fifth preseason game, um, Hal Carmichael, our now Hall of Fame wide receiver, was, was down. And I was thrust into the starting position. And I wound up in, in that game in, in the first half having five catches and a couple of knockdowns. And, That's incredible. You know, it was pretty, pretty aggressive and a couple of tackles. 
on special teams. And from that, on, that day on, I knew I made the team. So, and then, but the biggest thing, Kevin, was to try to, to was to try to get the respect of my teammates. You know, these guys, mm. uh, they were riding me pretty hard, and I didn't realize that there were a, gr- a bunch of guys here that were advocates. But uh, they didn't they didn't want they didn't they didn't want to change the way I was because I, I was angry. I, I was like an angry bird, you know. Mm. Hitting everything, hitting everything that was in my way, right? And they loved it because they, some of the guys that were portrayed in the movie as being prima donnas and a little soft, yeah, they were really that way, and and, and they were just digging it. And then as soon as I made that big hit uh, at the end of the game against the Giants, that played uh, pretty much played out the exact same way it happened in, in real life, mm. and. Um, and, and and then I got invited to my first team party that night. I, I just couldn't believe. I could not believe that I was with, with Bill Brogy and Howard Carmichael and, and, um, and the Roman Gabriel for crying out loud. Right. Yeah. And I was. Yeah. I was in the same. I was in the same party with them. And then I got to get. I, I got to. I got the respect of my teammates. And then, I. I mean, I. I just killed it my rookie year. Nobody mm. knew who I was, and I. I, I think I still have a. I, I, I know I had a, I, I forced 13 fumbles in my wow. rookie year I don't think anybody I don't need to think anybody <laughs> does 2 or 3 in, 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 in their career but I forced 13 fumbles in, in your 30 you're 30 years yeah. old at this time too right I yeah, mean 30, yeah I was 30 but I didn't <laughs> Yeah, I think I got a long way to go Vince before uh, I can uh, pull that off but um, yeah so I mean you know, you talked about hanging out with athletes, you know, the athletes on the Eagles uh, and then, you know, your friends from back home and and at the bar. I mean, how do you, how do you balance that dynamic, you know, socially, you know, where your friends treating you differently. And then, you know, in the movie, obviously you're, you know, the athletes or your teammates on the Eagles, as you said, were riding you pretty hard. I mean, how do you balance that? You know, were they both supporting you? Yeah. Most of the guys were, there was that one guy, you know, that, uh, Johnny in the movie, and he, he's still that guy. He just hasn't really been able to come to grips with the fact that that I did what I did. But all the other guys, they're they're my buddies. We hang out all the time, and and the guys I went to high school with. There's, it's, look, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If you know my background, my mom and dad never got beyond the eighth grade. They were they were married right before World War II, um, and, and my father was a pig farmer. I grew up in a housing project. My, my house my house was about this, this the size of a shoebox and and um to so I, I'm, I'm pretty grounded and 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 i and i and people say you know if you were to describe vince in one word or two words as respectful for others and, and humble humility and, mm. and and i am that so with my buddies uh everything's cool uh, i'm just vince you know i'm not i'm not invincible i'm not anything and then you know with the kids they they actually i think uh, they had a pretty rough time in the beginning because uh, they were being bullied uh, cyberbullying and, and on all kinds of different kinds of bullying, but they're both extraordinary athletes, students, uh, big in the community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because the only reason you'll get to where you got or because you achieved anything is because your old man's invincible. And, and they didn't really know the real background of my wife, Janet. You know, she was a, a world class uh, gymnast on a, a team that made it to, uh, to Munich back in. Right. 72 you know that's her background i mean these kids have have a gene pool that's just insane yeah and yeah and, and they're now they're very successful you know and vinny's chasing his dream he's been down here training he was you know he was about ready to 
get to get a few tryouts and stuff, and then everything's wow. been canceled, of course, because of the right. COVID nineteen, and you know that's another story. And right. Yeah. So you know we're we're doing what we have to do down here. You know the great thing is is we're athletes. We're all athletes. Right. It's a top topic. And uh, you know the discipline that's been asked upon us by the president that we support a hundred percent. And 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 uh, we, we, this is what he said. And so it takes discipline in order to to make this happen. You know. And, and you know, we were just digressing a little bit. I always, I always talk about you know the only way you get to be successful is to be a good teammate, play for the person next to you. Mm. And I always say it takes teamwork to make the dream work. And and uh, when I was trying out for the team, this is this is a, this is a great one that'll sort of play into some of the things that you were talking about. My high school coach gave me this great quote. It says, "Happy those who dream dreams are willing to pay the price to make the dreams come true." You know, right. and, and I always when I'm out speaking, and this is way before the virus and COVID-19 and all that's going on around the world, I said, you know, that the thing is, is that people aren't willing to pay the price. And, uh, and, and you know, and because of that, and they say the only reason I didn't make it is because I could have, you know, there was put this part of what if kind of a thing in front of it. Well, guess what? Now there's no choice. Right. And, and, you know, that the price is being paid by everybody around you. And if you're not disciplined, um, it's, it's going to be very difficult, you know, and you have to respect the person next to you. I was just talking to an Eagles executive that it's upon us, our responsibility, to make sure that we take not only care of our family, but for those around us. And, right. you know, I'm in a yeah. pretty good situation here, as you can see around here. I mean, there, 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 there's, there's plenty of, there's plenty of yeah. air. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of stuff here. Yeah, and no. it's, it's not a bad, it's, it's not a bad environment to be disciplined in. Yeah. But, you know, you just have, you have to just do your part. Whatever small part that you do is what is going to be that big part. That's going to be uh, that's that's going to be the solution. And and I always say, you know, don't be part of the problem. You know, don't bitch and moan about how bad it is. Right. Uh, just everybody's in the same boat. I did a cool thing. Uh, I just got a call from my friend from the Italian Parliament, um, actually, because I've I've been knighted over in Italy, and um, and he had just called, and I and just uh, two weeks ago, a week ago, I did a. Um, I did a boomcast, a podcast mm. to 50 sequestered uh, quarantine students, kids in Italy that speak fluent English. English, and it was the the craziest, the wildest, most rewarding thing I think I've ever done, mm. Kevin. Other than talking to you, <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's all, no. this, this movie Invincible just blows my mind. No, it's still, it's, it's still checking me out. No, it's awesome, and, and you know that that's another thing I want to talk about on this podcast. I, I don't know how much time you have. Uh, if you need to head out, uh, all good. But I mean, I'd love to ask you about you know more so about the movie as well. I mean, you yeah, see all sure. that. Yeah, I got about I got about ten more minutes. Okay. So, uh, Vinny, uh, yeah, Vinny and I have uh, Vinny and I are gonna have a catch. He just got done working out. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. And I and I, and I, go, I go out and I throw my hair. You know, I've been, I've been his coach since he was five years old. So oh I wow, throw, that's awesome. I, I throw seventy-five to hundred balls to him just yeah. getting his hands off. So that's awesome. That's great. Still yeah. running in the family. Um. So uh, in 2006, uh, you know, Walt, so Walt Disney, as, as you mentioned, uh, was inspired by your story. They decided to make a movie out of it, Invincible, of course, uh, where Mark Wahlberg plays the lead role. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, you know, so, how, you know, like, how did the movie idea start? Like, where were you when you received this news? Well, I, actually, it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, I, it was the, uh, the summer of 2002. And my kids, uh, Gabby is whatever, you know, Gabby's 26, Vinny's 23, so you can do the math. So, um, so it's 2002 and I get, not, I get notified by the NFL, NFL films, which I, 
I live in suburban Philadelphia across the river, a little town called Cherry Hill. And uh, and right next to Cherry Hill is a town called Morristown. That's where NFL Films is. So um, the, the, one of the producers, um, Pete DiStefano from NFL Films, contacts me. And I was sort of like his idol when he was a kid. He says, hey, we're going to do this feature on Monday Night Football. Um, and we want to we want to compare you to Rocky because I was always compared to Rocky, mm. and I was I was known as a real life Rocky. So they did the feature and they showed it in they showed it at, in um, let's see '03 I guess, but uh, no, they showed it in 2002 when the Eagles were playing the 49ers, and I was the Eagles uh, feature of, of that of that of that uh, thing that their show is called the Distant Replay, and uh, Jerry Rice was the 49ers guy that they were featuring. So they showed my feature, and uh, the next day Hollywood came calling. Mm. I mean, boom, just like that. And uh, so I, we just sort of whittled it down, and we came up with Ken Mock, who did America's Next Top Model. model. They uh, they ran a screenplay, and they wrote a screenplay, and the screenplay got purchased by Disney in 2004, and Mark Wahlberg became me in 2005, and in the summer of 05, they filmed the movie, and and then they, they, they edited it in the spring of 05, and in 06, right around Labor Day, it came out. And uh, they showed, they, uh, they introduced the, uh, because we were endorsed by the NFL, uh, they introduced and they had me and, and Greg Kinnear and, and Mark Wahlberg at the, uh, at the NFL draft. And, uh, and they, um, they showed the feature, they showed the trailer at the NFL draft, and then the movie came out uh, Labor Day. And it ran number wow. one in the long box office and just kicked ass. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Philly, it was, it was just so popular. Philly now, it's, it's amazing because... I speak all over the world, and, and I'm absolutely flabbergasted and stunned by how many people say that they've seen the movie. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's awesome. So, I mean, you mentioned Mark Wahlberg. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, you guys watched, uh, you guys went to the NFL draft. They played the trailer. You know, you, you talked a little bit about your relationship uh, with Wahlberg uh, during the time of the movie. You know, what are some other, th- other things you guys talked about during this time? Well, Mark and I? Yeah. Did he yeah, try to well, get we in the role? No, we, we talked about life. I'm actually, I was riding around uh, today in a neighborhood with a scooter uh, that Mark actually had. He was always riding around um, the, the set in a scooter and he had my kids, Gabby and Vinny, on the back seat and he actually gave that scooter to us. I mean, that, that's the kind of guy he is. I, mm. I text Mark still all the time. I send him uh, stuff and, and just pictures of Gabriella when she, she works for the Sixers and Mark's a big, big NBA fan. Mm. And, uh, you know, and Vinny and all the stuff and exploits he's been doing with his football. And and so we were always very close, but we didn't, uh, you know, we I worked out with him for two weeks prior to the start of the movie. Mm. And uh, and then we would grab, we went out and played golf together. We'd go out to dinner. We'd go out and have a couple of beers together. Right. Uh, he hung at our house. He'd have dinner at our house. He just wanted to get to know us. And, you know, we talked about things more than just movies and, and football. We talked about family. We talked about religion. We we talk about everything, and we're we're, I, I, we're very very close. Yeah, and I'm I'm just so proud to, to have Mark Wahlberg having portrayed me. He's, he's as my kids would say, he is absolutely dope. I mean, he mm, is really yeah. cool. Yeah, and, um, and and just a, a genuine guy, very friendly. Every time we go out uh, in the streets of Philadelphia, I mean, we don't we stop traffic. Yeah, and 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 if we're doing it now, and he would stop, take pictures, autographs with people, with you know, his bodyguard would. Mark said, "Just everything's cool, you know. Yeah. Sir, you know, at DH, it's everything's cool, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's the way I know Mark Wahlberg. So, 
that way with everybody in the script. I in the movie, I, I used to walk and just walk amongst all the extras, and, and they and, and all the guys who played in the football ball. I I go and have lunch or dinner with them, and it was always interacting with everybody in the movie. Mm. Before about the subject of the movie, I was just so honored and thrilled to have this happen, and for it to be a Disney movie was just totally sick. Yeah, totally no, sick. it's incredible. Um, you know, you know, it's funny. I actually met, uh, I actually met Mark at my church in my town. Uh, and I, I yeah, he, he was at my church. So it's kind of cool that, you know, I, I get to talk to you too. You know, I get the best of both worlds here. His whole family was at my church. So it's like, yeah, well. yeah it was, and I, I took a, I, I can send it to you. I took a picture with them too. I was like, yeah, yeah I took a selfie. So it's, it's pretty, this is pretty awesome, man. Uh, yeah, you don't have to. I'll, I'll send it to him and I'll tell him we just did a podcast. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, text it over to me. Yeah, yeah. Cool. awesome. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Um, no, before we wrap it up, uh, Vince, ultimately, you know, you have a ton of, you know, career achievements and accomplishments. Uh, you know, what do you ultimately want to be remembered for? Well, um, one of the things I'm most proud of in 1977, I received the Man of the Word. Men of the Year Award, and you see that now mm. uh, when when they talk about the Walter Payton Award. Mm. Well, I was I was one of the finalists with Roger Staubach and Archie Manning in Chicago, and I was one of there were twenty eight teams then, and I was one of those twenty eight guys who wound up a finalist. And to me, that was one of the most proud moments ever. Mm. Uh, to be remembered, to remember it is just a guy that gave it his all, mm. you know, and, and that, that that you never forget where I came from, and and that I care about everybody, you know. Mm. I, I, I try to pe- I, I treat everybody. If, if you're if you're a real a-hole with me then forget about it right. I won't say anything I'll just walk away from it yeah but uh, you know you show me respect I'll show you respect and I don't care whether you're just somebody on the street or whether you're a corporate CEO mm. everybody everybody deserves respect and you know you're not, not that but I think um, I think if there were be an epitaph it would just simply be hold fast to your dreams it's mm. as simple as that yeah. and, and don't be afraid to chase them yeah well Hey, Vince, thanks again, man. Vince Papali, everybody. Invincible himself. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, this was unreal. One of the greatest movies of all time. So thank you so much. Uh, and, and more importantly, hope you stay safe and healthy during this crazy time. Wish you the best. Yeah, that's an insane for everybody out there. And, you know, we're going to all get through this together. And as I said, it takes teamwork to make the dream work. And everybody play their part. It's our responsibility, not the government's responsibility at this point to be disciplined. It's our responsibility. So look out for the other guy and certainly take care of your family, friends, and those you love. All right? All right. Awesome. Hey, have fun. You and Vinny Vinny have a good time, all right? All right, buddy. All right. Have a good one. Thank you again. Appreciate it. From the sweet life of Zach and Cody and the sweet life on... Drake Bell here. It's your girl Camille Kostek. Shuma Gavin in the house. Shoe nice again. Lay Howard from the Los Angeles Lakers. This is CeeLo Green. To follow at Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. If you Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Peace. Wild Chat Sports, man. Check it out. Love.